0: Where, where do we even start, uh, Dave Chappelle? Uh you seen the special? No. He was cutthroat, man. He's a genius, man. That's all I can say. Genius.
1: I do think he is a comedic genius, mm-hmm. but I got, I got at least two criticisms, right? What's up? So, I will say this in regards to his Netflix specials as a late. not just—I haven't seen the last one. I've read the joke that got him in trouble, quote-unquote, but I haven't seen the entire special, but I will say this. When Dave is in front of live audiences as of lately, the homie tends to have this issue of harping heavily on two main things, cancel culture of any kind and anything to do with the LGBTQ plus community. So, at some point, is like where to switch at, like either the jokes are getting old or like you just know that's your hottest rawest material, and you just want to hit it as much as you can but either way, like I don't know like it's it just seems like it's his it's his main go to and like the way he weaves stories into his comedy, I think is second to none, like maybe George Carlin because I did watch some George Carlin back in the day, but like. The way he just he can like it like the way he just weaves like real life shit into comedy, man. Like you can't help but be mesmerized by it. You still want some variety. You get what I'm saying?
0: I get what you're saying. I don't get that. <clears throat> I don't. I don't agree with that. He's just doing it because this is his ace in the hole. Um, I feel like he says what some people are scared to say. and That's what comedy's job is to do. It's the uh, so with with that particular topic, like it's a system
1: topic, it does need to be discussed. I would give it that, but I think you just gotta, you know, at, if you're gonna take it there, especially with the style that he has, there should be some nuance in your comedy too. And I would kind of say, in his defense, is that if anything, this has shown that there have been at least two different viewpoints when it comes to the LGBTQ plus community about his comments. Because you have people who are outraged, but then you have people who are like, "Yeah, I don't see what the problem is." But people calling him to be canceled and so on and so forth, like you know, they have. And it is. I've seen it in in a bunch of articles over the last weeks, bunch of tweets and stuff like that. That you know, that people feel like he failed to, you know, fully highlight. The life of something that he's not a part of he is not an lgbtq person person he he is in fact a very cisgender heterosexual male so to expect someone to be able to i don't know assuage all of your uh, emotions and feelings in regards to the community is kind of like i think that's you're asking you're reaching for the impossible right like i cannot expect a white man or woman even though they try because there are plenty of black comedians who have white writers who I cannot expect them to fully grasp what it's like to be a black person.
0: Hell jokes are, are truth, but he does it in a
1: way to make you laugh, make you think, right? And but that's the purpose of comedy. Comedy is supposed to be hell. Even Kim Kardashian said that shit on SNL. Comedy is supposed to be tragic. Like it, it's a tra- it's, its supposed to be like a tragic, like telling of like what it is and one's you know what's going on of life. But do you like
0: do you think that LGBTQ community they can't
1: handle a joke? If I'm if I'm gonna be one it, I think you're talking about white LGBTQ community versus black LGBTQ community. Uh huh. I think those are two different communities. This is my personal opinion, but is I look at it the same way I look at feminism you got to break that shit down by color because the way white feminism works is different than the way black feminism works when it comes to the reactions of the LGBTQ plus community. And I'm not saying that black people who are gay, queer, you know, bi, non-gender, you know, performing, whatever, don't fall into the spectrum because I've seen a lot of black people who are LGBTQ plus who are not happy with his, his up. I will admit that, but I I also in reading a lot of it there was intersectionality with the fact that a lot of them understand who they're talking about. Take it with a grain of salt. Right? So, yep. like, if I can take any particular joke or criticism with a grain of salt, because, look, I see shit people say all the time about black people, and, like, you know, I have to inject that grain of salt whether I kind of want to or not. It's just, okay, you can kind of tell when somebody's actually joking and when someone is actually not. Like, if we're not grown enough to figure out the two at this point, what are we doing? Comedy's gonna offend people regardless of whatever background you come from. That is the purpose of it, right? But should we be expecting comedians to at the same time to always bring truth to the table? I don't think we should. However, the style that has evolved when it comes to comedy has been to weave truth to power to speak on things yeah, while I'm making yes, people laugh.
0: Not all comedians should address uh, what's going on in the world. Some comedians just need to they they fucking lame. <laughs> but I think
1: Dave is good at speaking what's real, what's going on in the world. He, he provides a unique perspective on a lot of stuff. So, like, you can't help but want to hear what he has to say about things. Whether you agree with him or not, you, you still
0: want to hear from him. So I know right now, they're saying they can't. They furious. They going at them. I understand that. I respect that. Netflix. They ain't taking that much. Well, wouldn't
1: then in that case would they not be proving this point? Yeah, I'm just saying. If that's the case, would they not be proving this point? How many times have we seen white politicians, white TV show, tol- show uh, TV show hosts, people of personality defend the killing of unarmed black men, women, and children? Right. Yeah. And we'll call for them to be canceled. You know, we'll call their sponsors, say, hey, we're not going we'll support unless you do X, Y, Z. And yet and still, they're getting TV raises. They're getting service packages that are like, worth their millions, all this other stuff. And then they find their way back onto a new program or a new channel, whatever the case may be. Cops go back to work, so on and so forth. So clearly, that doesn't work for us. But he told a joke it didn't go across well for y'all. Y'all made this hoopla, and yeah, that would get Netflix, that would get Netflix to say, okay, you know what, we're going to pull the special off. Really? If they pull it, they
0: got to pull everything. If
1: they pull it, they'll be proving this point. Which would be ironic, considering that's the very thing they bitched about. <laughs> what a side of the fence you want to be on. Because when, when it comes time, the next time around, because there's always a next time around in this country, where Something said that defends us. Matter of fact, another topic. John Gruden, right? John Gruden is working on a, what, a 10-year, $100 million contract, right?
0: Yeah.
1: Why he got that contract, I have no fucking idea, because to be honest, that motherfucker didn't do shit for a long-ass time to deserve that kind of contract for a head coach. But I digress. Come to find out, John Gruden says racist shit in 2011. That don't surprise me either, right? Have we heard anything about canceling John Gruden? No. Exactly. Randy Moss said some stuff on, on Sunday NFL Countdown yesterday talking about what's the, what's the NFL going to do. NFL not going to do shit. Because most of the owners of the NFL just, if not worse, than John Gruden when it comes to that particular topic. But do you see an outrage and, and campaign to cancel John Gruden or any of the NFL owners for that matter? Mm-hmm. No. That won't happen. I'm not calling this selective outrage because I it, it, that would be demeaning to their feelings. It's not selective. I think the people were pissed at Dave Chappelle are justifiably pissed at him. But to that end, keep the same energy. Keep the same energy. Some of y'all got to learn when to draw the line just like principles of a paychecks, you know. Principles of a paycheck.
0: Kim That's a
1: SML thing. You saw that? Actually, I did. I saw enough where people were like, "Yo, this shit was legit funny." And I'm like, but it's Kim Kardashian though. Like, <laughs> listen to her talk is like dry paint, right? Like, just, just. Why am I watching it happen, right? But I was like, I'm gonna go and give it a shot. I was pleasantly surprised by that episode. I'm not gonna lie to you. I'm not gonna lie. Now, it's not that she wrote her jokes. It's just that the way she delivered it, like, there was personality and I'm like, that's different. I still ain't gonna watch the Kardashians, but that's different.
0: I saw the uh, Aladdin skit
1: and I thought that was funny. And I know Pete David. Yeah, the skit was funny, yeah.
0: He was happy he got the kiss of Kim Kardashian.
1: I know that motherfucker waited. For somebody who stayed motherfucking <laughs> rehab or whatever, like, that dude stayed with it, man. And- Look, if of- you if you're an average looking person, quote unquote, whatever average may mean to the to the individual, let me tell let you let Pete you. Davidson be a reminder. Yeah, you yeah. can you can get anybody and do anything in this world.
0: Let me tell you something. Pete Davidson gives a guy like me hope. <laughs> <laughs> Davidson gives a guy like <laughs> me hope. And why? Because what why, what are we discussing? He, went with, he was dating Ariana Grande at the time. Hey, sale. The list goes on, brother. I, and I'm just trying to figure out how. <laughs> but then I'll tell
1: you how. I'll tell you how. And let this be a lesson to other grown-ass men. Especially if you're a black man. Because look, bro. Here's another thing that's been changing my life. I don't had to have a whole lot of conversations about black men and dating nowadays. Because of motherfuckers like Kevin Samuels. Fuck that motherfucker, for one. But the reason why... Pete Davidson can pull women like that, and a dude who is average, who should be Pete Davidson ish, can't, is because Pete Davidson does one thing and one thing very well. He makes himself likable. The key to having successful dating and maybe one day a successful relationship is to make yourself likable. It's not about the money. I, I, Look, I don't, I don't, I don't know how much money he made, but I can guarantee you, it ain't about the money.
0: You gotta know how to work with what you got. If you got money, right, you got money. If you don't have money, make him laugh. If you gotta work with what you got, I'm still learning to work with what I got.
1: Even if you do have money, like money is is a is a finite resource, right? Yeah. So like, what do you do with the money? Because like, what if you make a bunch of money, but you spend it all all the ta- all the damn time? Do you really are you really rich? Because literally, as soon as you get money, you burn it. Right. What do you do with it? Do you invest it? You know what I'm saying? Do you give it to charity? Do you build, you know, uh, opportunities for other people? Like, what are you doing with the money? Right. But that's just that's just a finite that's just a finite resource. Right. But what does that tell you about who you are as a person when it comes to dating? that might be a different story. If anytime you date, you literally spending a bunch of money on the chicks that you date, then the obvious you know, uh, the obvious picture that you're painting is well, I'm only as good as my money money takes me because y'all gonna date me because I'm gonna spend on y'all while we dating, right? Then don't get mad when since shit don't work out and then you want to go blame the women who was spending your money that you gave them? But that was on you because you could have held back your resources, right? Or you could have did something else to give them a reason to actually like you, and maybe they might want to stick around more. Maybe you might want to keep them around more because you found something about them that wasn't just about spending money. You know right. what I'm saying? Like, right. do you do you get the, do you show off your romantic side? You know, do you show off your creative side? Do you have intelligent conversations with the person that you're courting? You know, um, are you are you mentally and emotionally healed? That's something that men need, really need to get, get on board with. If you're not mentally and emotionally healed as a man, and you're trying to go out and you're trying to date a woman, that woman may or may not be healed herself. What I will tell you is that your emotional or mental uh, imbalance when, as far as when it comes to you not being healed will affect that relationship one way or another because either you're going to be super impatient about something or something's plural uh, you're going to be super triggered by something or something's plural long story short the imbalance is going to make an impact on your relationship Ad women do not have to stick around to heal you right men cannot expect women to be the peacemakers, the healers, the providers, the fixer uppers, the, the uplifters, and then also be like, okay, I need you to bring something else to the table. while you're not doing absolutely nothing to fix yourself. That makes absolutely no sense, none. So as you said earlier, are, are you even prepared to be that kind of person when it comes to dating? Like, if you're not, I be that. okay with being single or find like-minded women who want to be single and they just want to have somebody just to have on the side or whatever and be okay with that. That way there's no rush for you to actually try to fix or deal with anybody relationship-wise, but you can still enjoy a bit of companionship. That's okay, but be honest. You know, be honest about it, be upfront about it. This is my two cents on it. But you got dudes who don't fell into the school of Kevin Samuels, and I know I'm rambling, but you got okay. dudes who don't fell into the, the school of Kevin Samuels and, like, you know, and Toxmas Prime got them feeling all in their confirmation bias and thinking, well, I'm a real king, but you got to be able to provide, you know, half of so-and-so to the table, but I still need you to be my piece, you know, and and, and I think, you know, you, sh- you should leave just because I'm the man and so on and so forth. I'm a man. I'm not following no other motherfucker who clearly, and I do mean clearly and obviously, has no idea what the fuck he's doing. Man or woman, I am not following you. And I see if literally there's a sign that says do not walk across across this bridge, and you're just gonna tell me I'm the leader, so I'm gonna ahead and jump in the I'm gonna jump in the lake when the when the, clearly the fucking sign says walk across the bridge. I'm not jumping in the fucking water with you. No. We as men should expect women to have the same mentality. And women should also have the same mentality. If you, if you can clearly see that dude is not worth following, don't follow his ass. Don't give him the time of day. And men should do the exact same thing. If you see this woman is clearly, clearly not worth you reaching out your hand and extending to because either you already, I think, personal opinion, I think people know with their moments, not only how attracted they are to each other, but you can kind of get a gauge of once you actually have some conversation, whether well, this person is worth even being in your orbit, right? Once you get that, once you kind of have a base model to start with, from there, you get to talk, you talk more, you have more conversations, and, and you kind of get the idea of, okay, is this person someone who's going to, You know, add something to my life or is this somebody who's going to keep my life stagnant or worse yet, bring me down? Once you've understood that, do with that information what you will but I advise you if you see somebody who's going to jump in the fucking lake when signs are clearly saying walk across the bridge, you let that person jump in the lake on their own. They got to learn how to swim and get the hell out. But what they're not going to do is bring you down, too. And then what you're going to do is then get mad when you jump down right alongside them and be mad at them because you didn't read the signs when the signs were there. What sense does that make? Unless you can't read. If you can't read, then say so. Go find you a group of people who can teach you how to read. When it comes to dating, men should find them a group of men who will teach them about actual proper courting. I think we, sh- I think men should do that. I think men should start literally doing groups amongst each other when it comes to courting and dating women. And I don't mean fucking women. I mean, actual dating women. Right. And then trial and error with that shit. Cause you are not going to get your one woman on the first try most of the damn time. It is st- it is statistically against you for you to find your wife on your very first date. Just, we got to accept that shit. I have learned in these last, especially last, last few months, but especially in these last few years, my civil line, because I aspire to be somebody's husband. I also understand that that is not an easy process. That is going to take a lot of time. Maybe it won't take le- uh, more time than I am expecting it to, but it does take time. But when it comes to dating, you're not gonna get the wifey out the gate as soon as you catch start catching a little bit of feelings. It's, it's more to the table than that. Like this you gotta understand the self-aligning in that if you are looking for one woman, you're looking for one out of millions. And you gotta accept that fact, and you gotta and, 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 and you gotta do with that information what you will and keep it pushing. It's gonna be a process, no matter how frustrating it is. And I think women gotta do the same thing, you know. A lot of these men to women right now don't look like shit. But guess what? The men that you are seeing are not all the men in the world. Mm-hmm. There's more. There are more men out there. They're available. But you, you got to, if you want to, chase the process. I ramble long enough on that. Go ahead, man. Yeah, <laughs> Pete okay. Davidson is a <laughs> prime example of when it comes to dating, how you should embrace shit. Be likable.
0: What you think about uh, Marvel, um... Giving Scarlett Beckham money.
1: I got mixed feelings about it. Disney was wrong and fucked up and they knew it. They were caught. That's why Scarlett Johansson had that fucking suit in the first place. That shit was winnable. (laughs) I think that also would have changed the entire dynamic of how we would see movies going forward. And I think also a lot of the actors and actresses would have gotten a lot more power had she fully gone through. With that suit instead of settling. Now, I imagine she did get something out of it that she herself desired. And I'm happy for her. Um, I am looking forward to seeing what other Disney projects could be in play. I don't know. I don't know. And I don't think they're going to be Marvel related. But I do kind of want to see what other Disney projects she got in play.
0: I think she's going to be. But I do think
1: it was a missed opportunity overall. It's
0: hard with me going against Disney. Because Disney. Oh everything right now.
1: Yeah. yeah, but like if you if you tell me when I sign a contract that I'm supposed to get X amount of money because my movie's supposed to be in the movie theater and then you switch the game up without my without my consent, I got a fucking case. Yeah. You taking my money. Right? <laughs> yeah. And I don't play about my money. Run me my shit. <laughs> so, like <laughs> I don't think people understand how distribution works when it comes to movies. And it plays a part in why when you go to a movie theater, popcorn's like damn near $10, your drinks are $5, the candy's like $3, all this extra stuff, because literally movie theaters are like paying, you know, by the buck to put a movie in the seats or to get people in the seats to see these movies. So they have to make their money back through concessions and whatnot.
0: Yeah, I learned that through the... uh... Through the um, what's that movie was called? Uh, Funny Thing Dolomite. You know, he was trying to sell, yeah. trying to sell the movie, and then all saints said, but some seats." They say "You get this half." So I figured, right, that, that's how it works. Nobody can tell me what the Venom Two is about. Seeing the
1: after credit scene for Venom Two.
0: What was, what was Venom Two about? I don't know, but he in the NCU now. Leaks. I feel like they're going to ruin cinema.
1: For the movie industry, I think they're horrible. It's
0: hard to stay away from spoilers. Even if you say, no, I'm going to stay away from spoilers. If your favorite movie comes out, you have to you have to see it the week
1: of or... Because no matter where you go, everything's on social media.
0: You got to do a social media cleanse. You got to do one of the two.
1: Yep.
0: Even if you stand away from it, TikTok is going to get you. Instagram is going to get you. Facebook is gonna get you
1: youtube gonna get you Twitter gonna get you like Google won't get you you cannot like never mind social media claims you have to do a whole literally you have to be off the grid to <laughs> avoid it and then go see what you need to see and then you can come back. but I think for anything that is related to cinema, whether it be t v or movies, leaks are absolutely horrible um. They're, all they do, literally all they do, is generate buzz that the movie should be able to do itself. But the buzz that it creates doesn't really actually help get people in the seat. Go back to Marvel for a second, right? I watched this dude on YouTube, Comments explain. Shout out to, to the Rob Core. shout out to Robert Jefferson. Like, the way he breaks down the anticipation of what may or may not happen in the MCU and basing it off of what is and isn't in the comic, I think that is the perfect way of showing how you can do something without actually involving leaks, right? But then you have all these other people who say, well, according to this, this person showed up and this person showed up, so this is what's going to happen and whatnot. Are you really going to be watching the movie to see what happens in the movie, or are you going to be watching the movie now to see who's in it? You know, and based on who is it, is it in it, people will lose or or just, just you know, their interest wanes. So, like, it, it kills, it, you're killing your own market anyway. Like, here's one industry where I think leaks do work in this game. Like, games come out nowadays, you're getting a base game, there's gonna be DLC coming out later. People wanna data mine, you know, what's in the game to see what could come down the road later, right? And now you can actually generate poll polls that the developers actually get to see about who they, who they are looking forward to seeing in the game, who they want in the game, so on and so forth. I think it works for gaming. I think it works for music because every time somebody's putting out an album and whatnot, we got a debate about where that album may fall for this year, next five years, baseball time, so on and so forth, depending on the artist and stuff like that. But that? I am not an artist. I'm speaking as I'm speaking as an audience member, not as an artist, because I know you're an artist. I have, I so I think it, it for you it's going to be different. I, I
0: am an artist. Can you can't say
1: that. Yeah. Okay. So for you, it's totally different. I get that. I'm just speaking as an audience member, like as an artist. Like, never mind the perspective of like getting stuff some, getting something wrong when people are putting you know going off of a leak. But in terms of. The overall sense of how you want your content to be displayed. Like, what do you feel is the most serious side effect of it? As in, so like,
0: as in like, you're
1: like, okay, let's say like you got a track that you're working on. Like, you kind of want this track to be like a, a ace in the whole kind of track, right? Yeah. You don't know if you really want to put it out on a, you know, mixtape, or you want to put it on the album, whatever. You just want to be its own standalone single. And the next thing you know, somebody whether it be with whether it, be, it was in your circle or whoever who had access to the track puts the track out.
0: I see what you're saying. I see what you're saying. I when I put it when I record a song, it do like I'm working on the album "Underdog Mentality" coming out. I have it in inner circle that I let listen to the songs. Um, I don't put it out on social media per se because then I ain't got no. I have no avenue to make money because everything's already out. If it's good or not, I'll have people listen to it, but I'll have the song. I just won't put it on the platform for them to listen to it. I just go to random people, hey, listen to this song, listen to this song. Not per se people that's in my inner circle. It's just random people that don't know I rap. Different per se, even with the movies. but I feel like with movies, you, you go to the movies to feel shocked shocked and Get that, get that feeling. Oh shit! Like hell when Infinity War came out, when they kept that uh, Endgame came out, people walked out the theater like, oh my gosh, I can't believe that just happened. What's going to happen next? And I feel like it, it got worse after Endgame, because that's when they started with leaks. If you went into Endgame and you already knew what was going to happen, you going walk out that movie theater with a totally different reaction. Do you?
1: Understand? Yeah. I actually do, especially on that. When it came to end game, I think, here's what happened with the MCU. When you're watching the What If series, all these different universes, right?
0: I hate the last episode. I hate the last three episodes. Five. Really? Yes, last three. Wow. What's the name, Vision? That was fucking terrible. He had one stone.
1: He had the mind stone.
0: He had the mind stone. Thanos come through, slice him up. What the? Thanos had all the other stones. And you can say, well, they all work together in the four. I don't give a fuck. Listen here. When the movie came out, they were scared when he got two stones. We got three stones. We got four stones. After I saw that one scene, when he cut Thanos's half, I said, hey, fuck this.
1: Bro, you missed the rest of the episode, bro.
0: My interest went away because after he just sliced them up, I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? Because he has four stones. You know what I'm saying? And yeah, we, but he didn't use any of them. We just seen uh, Infinity War. Every time Stannos got one stone, he got powerful. And they couldn't stop him. You tell him no, somebody had to do. see Stano's walk through that portal. Like, man, huh? We could go all day with this, bro. And then the I gotta challenge you on that. Kill Munga. Get all the stones. Nothing happens to him. If you touch a stone, you disintegrate. What the fuck kill He ain't got no powers. He can fight. Tony Stark died for nothing. <laughs> <laughs> that episode got me fucking pissed. I said, what the fuck is this? So he just, he
1: gone. He ain't coming back. I got you. I got you. I got you. In the movies. Every time somebody This episode <laughs> <laughs> This episode is sponsored by There you are. In the movie, right? Every time Thanos had an opportunity to use the stones or somebody had an opportunity to take the stones from him, he clearly saw an attack coming. Clearly saw an attack coming. Homie had all day to either whoop somebody's ass or use a stone. All day. When it came to him and Vision in in, in Infinity War, Vision was hurt for like damn near the entire movie. Homie was not at full power. Like We got to establish that real quick. He was in a weakened state, cause I will I would love to see Vision versus Thanos, in the in a real live MCU. When Vision is not uh not hurt, I would like to see how that how that would have played out, cause at least for all intents and purposes right now, since there is no Sentry and there's no Blue Marvel, Vision is kind of the Superman of the MCU right now, right? So, since we ain't getting that, we got Captain Marvel. So that's the closest thing we kinda got to as a as a as a I already poked the hole, I guess, holy. an illustration of what it would look like.
0: I already the
1: okay, that's cool. But here's the other thing. Now I already said how earlier Thanos had the opportunity to attack everybody else in the MCU because they ran up on him, right? Vision is sitting there flying in this world of episode. He just sitting there flying, just turn around, look to see a stone. Thanos just came through the portal, literally just walked through the portal. Homie ain't had a chance to do shit. That's how he got cut. Because he didn't see it coming. Now, unless he can put himself using a soul stone and some other alternate body so that way he can bring himself back using the time stone, that's his own fucking fault for getting caught like that. Because he should have been at the ready. His You're his live action version was. You telling me a nigga that can
0: easily revert time like he did in, in Thunder War got cut because he didn't see it coming?
1: I agree to disagree.
0: Let's get back to okay.
1: <laughs> But Okay. The point I was originally making was this. The What If series brought back an old feeling that we used to have in the MCU, where, until Avengers, we were trying to figure out how all this shit was gonna play coming together into one big mega event, right?
0: And why didn't bring back Black Widow,
1: huh? <laughs> oh shit. Well, I know clearly when we do this next one, we are gonna talk exclusively Marvel, because clearly you got some gripes. but the point being that there's all these infinite possibilities that we have a chance to talk about when it comes to what's next, knowing that we got you know, no way Home coming with Spider-Man, with Doctor Strange gonna be involved with it and knowing ahead of that or beyond that, Doctor Strange 2 which is gonna center around the universe you know, the multiverse and Scarlet Witch as a whole, trying to figure out what all this shit's supposed to play into it now that we've seen the What If series, we've seen Loki, we've seen you know, Captain America and the Winter Soldier. There's no longer Falcon in the Winter Soldier. I'm going to give it its proper due. And we've seen WandaVision, right? So you have all these infinite possibilities. And do you need any one particular leak to really delve into what's next in the MCU? No, because you've, you have a whole bunch of material put out there literally from what's already been, you know, released to say, okay, here's what I think might happen. Oh, here's what I think might happen based on this episode of this show, right? Or oh, they introduced this character. Or oh, there was an Easter egg for this character. But then you have people throwing in leaks. And it's like, well, damn, it kind of kills the buzz of, like, what's next? But
0: at the same time, it's going to be harder to figure it. It's It's going to be harder to, um, makes it, it makes it harder for the actors. Um, yeah. Um, And the directors and all that stuff. Because they got to be real. They were already were secretive, but they got to be more secretive. But um, yeah, it it makes it makes it harder. Facebook. Yeah, I'm here with my special guest Marlon Richardson. You can follow Marlon. Yes, sir. Yeah, what you at, where, where your
1: at man? Uh, you can find me at uh BlackcastNova85 on Instagram. If you want to follow my gaming channel, that is Majin M A J I N Nova N O V A Gaming. That find me on Facebook, Twitter. Instagram, Twitch, I'm on there.
0: He is on there. And like we always say at Micromania, it's been a mania experience. We don't say that.